next week we're going to do a Q&A, Barb and I. So this part's recorded. That's why I'm doing it again. So that's so you, you guys here, you got to hear me again. So I might be better the second time. Um, practice. So uh, a lot of people love to hear from Barb. And so I realize that. So if there's a, something you have a question on, how do you be a mom? How did you marriage, work, kids, anything's game. So either for either one of us. And so you can email those questions at info at freedomministries.org. So info at freedomministries.org. And then, uh, um, yeah, we'll just do a Q&A. We'll take, we'll take the questions and then, and then if you guys have locally too, if you want to just go, hey, I've got this question that's been burning, we'll, we'll do the best we can to answer it. Because to me, the, the scriptures, life, it should be practical. Anybody else agree with that? Like, it's got to be practical. It's like, if this doesn't help my life, then what, what am I doing, right? So anyway, so that's that. And then <clears throat> this Wednesday, the 20th, we're going to do a fellowship at our house. So that's 6 p.m. Um, and, uh, said, I'm going to buy a big roast again, or I mean a big brisket and the, the big, you ever seen those at Costco? They're just delicious looking. Even when you look at them, you're like, that meat counter is just incredible. So <laughs> for an Iowa kid, that's like heaven, right? You go in there like, Oh, so I'm going to do that and, uh, have a gla- nice glass of wine, whatever. We've got Middleton very rare still. It's still there. Ash, that's one of her faves. So anyway, uh, I think that's it as far as, um, announcements. And then, uh, Ash, why don't you come up? Um, you want to take AJ's mic? And then she's got to share some stuff. And then she's going to, we've got a, some really cool testimonies about what we're going to share tonight. So these are very applicable to what's going on here. So anyway, and then what we'll do is she's going to intro the video of her brother. Okay. Cool. Uh, so guys, a little bit different this week. Um, when I went to kind of see what God wanted to share tonight, I, I used to get like what was going on and then I would vision the solution, but this time I literally only got the solution and it was a different experience. I went to like look for what was going on and I, God stopped me and was like, hey, like even you noticing what's going on is corrupting your heart about what the vision is. And I, I was like, wow, that's so profound. And so I'm not even going to share with you what the issue is because I don't know and I didn't go look for it. I think when I share that with you, then I've corrupted all your hurts and we all vision that together, right? And so it was a really cool thing. I actually like experienced the outcome. We, we vision it, right? But it, it came over me not as information, but as an experience in my spirit, which was really, um, I'm so grateful for that today. Um, so the first one is... I experienced this as someone looking at a a little girl dancing ballet. She had this beautiful pink leotard on, and um, she just, the person who was watching was just filled with joy. So I don't know what that means, whoever that's for, but specifically I want to say to you that I am praying for that from your perspective. I'm not praying for the little girl. I'm praying for you somehow. So we want to make sure our hearts aren't, we're not thinking about bad things about somebody else, right? Meaning, oh, they're sick or or they're broke or whatever. And then um, the next one I experienced was somebody running. And I could literally feel the ground under my feet. And I could feel specifically their lungs filling peacefully as they were running. And it was just such a, they felt strong. It was really cool. And then the last one, um, there was a, a woman who I just want to acknowledge you. I just want to say hello, and I see you, 
in the spirit. And I just took a moment to just kind of love on you for a little bit in the spirit. And just, you know who you are and um, we, we all love you. So um, the next thing is, so my brother um, has really gotten a hold of all this and very quickly. And uh, in a very short period of time, he's lost an incredible amount of weight doing nothing but what we're all talking about. And so eating more, yeah. Really, he does. I'm like, whoa, is that what you're eating for dinner? That's rad. Keep keep going. Um, and so he we, he and I had a podcast, and um, he just kind of shared personally what his experience was. So we'll play that video. Hi, everyone. It's Ashley with Quantum U here, and we wanted to record a little um, video testimony. This is going to be uploaded to the Quantum U YouTube channel. Um, we also want to give this to Mike Popovich at Freedom Ministries. We were talking about this this week. And so um, as, as we start our U is Health course, we talk about living in divine health and living in freedom with um, the way that you live and the things you eat and how you live your life. And so with me tonight is my brother, Luke, and he has actually experienced a pretty cool um, breakthrough mentally for his own health. And so we just wanted to have him record his um, experience and have you all hear how he approached his health. And so I'll just let you cool. say what you want. You know, when I first started learning about this, <clears throat> just like anything, it's you hear it a lot from church. Mm. Um, so you get let down a lot. Um, things just start to happen. But when you find truth, you know it's real because who you really are is real. Mm -hmm. And throughout this whole thing, I learned that if it changes, it means it's not real. Circumstances change, right? Um, who you really are never changes. And once you start to grasp that, then you realize um, the I am is real. And that's who you are. And when you grasp that, you know, one of the biggest things was I decided I wanted to lose weight, but I like to eat. Just like everybody else. <laughs> And, um, everybody, you know what, you see the guy next to you eats whatever he wants, doesn't gain a pound. You know what, I, I would eat something, gained a little bit. It was frustrating. And then once you catch on to this, you realize the person next to you across from you, it's all one. And you're like, why would God make me different than them? Well, the thing is, is he didn't. Right. That's, that's the truth in that. And when you catch on to that, I decided that uh, I could change it. I could be who I wanted to be, and I could eat what I wanted, and not gain a pound, and actually lose. Mm. So in the last <clears throat> few months here, I've lost like probably 60, 70, 80 pounds. Um, I haven't changed a thing. Um, what changed was You kind of eat more, do you? Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Because it's more enjoyable now. Yeah. And when you realize that it doesn't affect you, you can uh, be the observer. Mm -hmm. You can really be the observer and enjoy the food. Enjoy the food. <laughs> yeah, that's what's cool. And so I think, you know, this kind of coincides with what we're talking about with you as health um, in, in this course. It's not about a diet. It's not about an exercise program. It's not about... Um, following the rules it's about understanding that the spirit in you is the same spirit that's in all of us and we're just living a human experience and so 
your, your body mind is really, is really just kind of an illusion. And so you, you kind of visualize it into existence. And so what you think becomes, and so if you think that food is off limits to you, then it will be. And if you think that you can eat whatever you want and mm-hmm. have whatever you want and be healthy, then, yeah, you then you can be. And so, um, you kind of set your own limitation and what's really come true to me in the recent weeks is just how the things that we experience in life are a mirror of what's going on inside of us. Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity at that moment when things come up in life, say for example, a health challenge or say you want to be free and what you, how you live <clears throat> with food and whatever else it's coming up now because it's ready to, it's ready to be released. It's ready to go. And it's ready for you to experience your oneness with God in that. And so, um, for me, I've just taken the challenges I've seen recently as an opportunity to say, somehow that's in me. Somehow that is a mirror of what's going on inside of, of my heart and mind. And how can I release that and set myself free into freedom that that infinite possibility of that infinite field of possibility that we all are at all times. Isn't that great? Boy, people could, if they can grab that, Gosh, you know, if you look at the feasts, which are types and shadows of good things to come, every major, every major event in the, in the Old Testament, what was it around? It was on feast, and it was about eating and drinking and having fellowship and a glass of wine with friends, and all of it was that, if you go look at it. Now, that doesn't preach well in XYZ Church in Colorado Springs, but that's what it actually was. So uh, that's why, I like, fasting and stuff is so amusing to me. I go, when you get together... Well, maybe some of you do, which is, might be your problem, why your kids hate it, is uh, when family gets together, do you celebrate with a big feast? You go, we want the whole family to fly in and we're going to fast. Like, that's ridiculous to me. It's like, no, come on. Like, you need a better family, right? <laughs> it's like, you can come over to our house. So we actually have fun. So that is so huge if you catch this, guy. So think about some of the limitations that you guys have about food, about things. Um, you can't eat this. You can't eat that. It's all ingrained. You were taught that. There's no limits if you understand it. There's literally no limits. And so just ponder that. So I, I love what he said. He said, I realized um, it's the same spirit in everybody. And if, there, if one guy can eat whatever he wants and not gain a pound and actually lose, then so can I. I just decided that's who I am. Isn't that cool? I decided this is who I am. And if you stay on that, guys, I'm telling you, it works. This is like crazy. That's why I get amused when people always talk to me and they're like, you're going to eat that? Yeah, all of it. I'm probably going to have seconds. Like, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> and they start telling me about all the health qualities of it. I'm like, I think I'm healthier than you. So you should just keep to yourself, right? Unwanted advice is unwanted, right? Like, no, I don't. Don't you know that'll cause this? No, I haven't become intimate with that, which is what knowing is. I've become intimate with it, like you just talked about. Knowing is not facts, guys. It means I've so ingrained that thought, that's who I am. I've had, I've had little intimacy with it. Does that make sense to you guys? So anyway, just, I would just challenge yourself a little bit. What have I been taught? You know, about uh, this happens when you eat this or don't eat that or drink this or whatever. Fair enough? Um, let me share a couple other testimonies with you that are really cool about all this stuff that fits with what we're talking about tonight. So um, in, the, in the Facebook post, I shared this with you. So uh, Karen, who's part of the, the um, prayer team, I was just sitting down with TJ and Wendy, some friends of ours, and I want you to catch a couple things here. So 
So she, she, we were at Neater's up north there, and, and uh, we just sat down, and my phone rings. I see it's Karen. I was like, oh, man, she doesn't call, so I know. Be like you, if like, you call. I'm like, I, I better answer this, because the guys who always call, I don't answer. It's a tip, right? <laughs> There's no emergencies in the kingdom. So anyway, uh, I was like, oh, let me take this. It'll only take two minutes. Let me see what's going on. And so she goes, hey, we just got notified. Uh, she was, they're doing a startup business with her partner, et cetera. Their accounts have been hacked, and... Um, identities hacked, and 250000 was taken out of their account. They wiped them out, out of their business account. That's, that could be a bad day, right? So here's what she said, which is so great. I, I, wanna, I think I said it wrong in the, um, the Facebook post, so I want to do it right for you, Karen, because it was better than what I said. Uh, let's see. No, that's not it. What is that? Let me know what that is. All right, here it is. So she said... Um, I just needed to hear, I just needed to have you hear me say. So she's saying, I just wanted somebody else to hear me say all the money's back in my account. I said, then I heard you say it. Now, is that cool? This really fits tonight. That's why I want to do it. So, so that was uh, Thursday, I think. Then yesterday, she wrote this. This is the phone call. So she basically goes, everything that we said exactly happened. So I'm just repeating the phone call to you. Not a cent was stolen. This is the confidence we have in ourselves. Whatever we hear ourselves say, we have. I just needed to have you hear me say it. Isn't that wild? Done. That's pretty cool. So here's a couple other ones. This is from Neil in South Africa. So I love this. So greetings to you. Mike and Barb, the prayer team, Freedom Family, um, we've been listening to you for two years, and our lives have completely changed financially. When we first listened to you, we were struggling to honor our commitments to blessing and just giving thousands of rands, South African rand, to people in need every month. The message you boldly declare has transformed our life and brought true freedom to our lives financially. You and Freedom have truly been sent to set the nations free. We celebrated our 20th marriage anniversary in true, star, in true five-star fashion at one of our five-star hotels this year. And we're able even to take our boys with us. This, if this message works in South Africa, then it can work for everyone everywhere. We went from not knowing where the next rand will come from to having two businesses now, earning more than enough. We share with others. It's just amazing. It can only be grace and truth that set us free, free, free. Thank you. We love you and honor you. We hope to see you next year. I'll be coming to the States for the 80th birthday of one of my friends. Grace and peace to you all. Isn't that cool? Uh, and then this is kind of a fun one. This is from... Um, Reverend Linda, I'm not going to say the last name, just out of, the, just, uh, out of your respect, Linda, um, retired. So, dear Mike, my daughter Suzanne sent me a message of yours on supernatural prayer, and we have followed them since. She has a miracle to share with you, which I'm typing out in this email. On Friday, September 17, my son Brian was in a terrible motorcycle accident in Altoona, PA. Our family called to tell us what happened, and we thought he might not live. Suzanne, his mother, prayed the following prayer and asked me, his nana, to agree with her on it. And so this is what we said. We called all his muscles, his tendons, his ligaments, his nerves, his vascular system, right down to his individual cells, that they are whole and well. They are whole, they're healed, they function beautifully according to their design. Thank you, Lord, that they are healed and Brian is whole. So see the difference, guys? It's kind of like Ashley was saying. That we're not going, oh, please, Lord, heal him. That's, we're seeing as they've already done. Believe you have received it and you have, right? So that's, that's really what's going on here. 
So the fact that they hear themselves saying all this is real when they start to get it, it, it nothing can stop it because it's God in you. So anyway, I'll, I'll share, I'll go into more detail here, but um, we bring those things into our present realities if they're already accomplished, she said. We pictured him fully recovered. We gave thanks for it. We don't have to beg God. God accepts this. We visualize him standing tall and walking with a strong, normal gait. We don't allow any negative words or thoughts to affect what we're believing. <clears throat> this morning, October 15, Brian's sister was at the hospital, and she wrote this text to his mother, Suzanne. Quote, I have a praise report. Brian talked to one of his surgeons this morning. He said, your quad muscle was missing a huge chunk when you arrived following this accident. They were not able to do anything with it. They were concerned with the complications, actually. Typically, when muscle is left in this state, it starts to literally pull apart and become worse. However, the surgeon reported, his quad is actually healing. It's growing back altogether. Isn't that cool? Just as they saw, your cells must do this. Thank you, Father. So Suzanne called Brian and told his mother that the Lord had spoken to him a couple nights before and said, just watch and see what I do. Thank you for your life-giving teaching. Without this, Brian would have died, literally. We were telling everyone about Brian's miracle. Reverend Linda retired. Isn't that cool? There's, there's so many guys. That's why I just I share these just so you realize, kind of like Luke is going, wait a minute, there's only one spirit that's in all of us, and it's the same spirit. So whatever happens to somebody else can just as easily happen to you. Everybody okay with that? All right, I'm going to get into this stuff, and I think it's you could tag this as uh, what's in your Bible is a thousand times better than what your pastor's telling you. <laughs> Isn't that good news? So... Most of us are familiar with this, um, we're familiar with this, when you see Christ, that's the fullness of the deity in a body, right? I'll show you that. You know what it says there? It says, when you see auto, when you see yourself, you see the fullness of God in a body. And if you want to do a fascinating word search sometime, do auto, the Greek word auto, and see how many times it shows up where the translators either put Christ or him or God or father. I'm like, those are all different words. Like they're all, like there's a word for father. It's potter, pater. And there's a word for Christ in Greek. You guys know what it is? Christos. And there's a, there's a word for auto, self, auto. But it's like they can't bring themselves to say it says self there. And so I'll, I'll share that with you a little bit. So anyway, just know that. So is anything possible to God? And he's in you. What's he doing in there? That's why I always ask people like, yes, I've accepted him into my life when I was 13 and he jumped in. Well, he used to be out, but now he jumped in. Well, now what is he doing? <laughs> we got common ground there. What is he doing? Like, wouldn't it be nice to know what he's doing? Right? Why is he there? What, what's he doing? I'm not going to argue about when he was there, even though the scripture says he was there before the foundation, so he didn't jump in. Right? You just imagine that he jumped in. And, but he might jump out. <laughs> Just turn off those Looney Tunes, I'm telling you. They're just not right. So, like, they can't read their book. And so tonight it's just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you some really wild things that if you get this, it's so simple. Wouldn't God make it simple? He would not make it hard. You don't have to go to Bible school. You don't have to read your book. You don't have to pray in tongues for 20 hours. You just have to be. Thank you, Father, this is who I am. And live any way you want to live. So, anyway, um, let's just start with this. This first slide is 2 Corinthians 13, uh, 5, which I was saying... Different translations say it differently, but it says, examine yourself or test yourself, depending on the translation, to see whether you're in the faith. So we're going to teach you how to test yourself tonight. How do you test this? And it's not a test where you can fail. That's what it's, it's read like that, but it's not that. So it says this, examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourself. You can test it. 
Can't you see for yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you, unless you actually fail the test? So this is all to prove to yourself in God's boldness, like just test this and see if Jesus Christ is not in you. That's why he's there, guys, to bring you life and life more abundantly, effortlessly, by grace. Everybody good so far? All right. So, and you can't fail it. That's what, I'll, I'll share this with you a little bit. When it says fail the test, it's really fascinating. So, in my opinion, how I read this is we can literally prove the limitless of, of Jesus Christ. You can do, um, you know what? I mean, how many people struggle with weight loss and stuff and everything? It's just all garbage that we've believed about ourselves. It's not your fault, guys. It's just we, we picked up the wrong thing. Um, you know, I, I, I was just talking to a young girl, and she's like, yeah, my dad told me at 11 that, I, you know, if I did this, I was going to be fat. I'm like, well, that's traumatic for a little girl, isn't it? So now she's doing everything she can, and she can't lose weight. I was like, you need to hear this, because not only can you lose weight, you can eat more than your dad and lose weight once you realize who you are. And then just kind of go, nah, 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 right? And just go, we know Jesus Christ is in me. You don't. <laughs> so, all right. So what, that's why I just wrote, what's he doing? What's he doing? To me, this is all about, hey, if he's there, why is he there? Why, why is God take it upon himself to, to enter and become one with us in a marriage covenant? That anything he has, you can have for free. And not only will he do it, we just, it's so easy that it's simply, I can see it or hear it within myself and it has to become because it's God doing the work. That's why I love Karen's testimony. All I needed was for you to hear me tell you all the money's back in the account and we have not been hacked. Next morning, back in the account, everything's good. That doesn't happen in a day if you guys have ever had an identity theft or, uh, uh, but it does. Isn't that cool? And it was as simple as, I don't need a lot of your time. And I said, well, good, because I told my friends I only needed two minutes. Isn't that good? Versus, call the prayer team, let's get everybody together. How long does it tell you to tell yourself what you want? 30 seconds, right? Anyway, um, let's go to this next, let's, this next slide here. I want to show you actually what this says in the, in the interlinear. So it might be hard for you guys to see. I'm not sure, but we've, we'll put the slides on the, um, the recording too. But I, if you don't know what this is, it's just I, I, I'm doing stuff now where I'm just taking a screenshot. Because so, some of the things I share, religious people... In fact, the more, the more Bible they've had or the more religion they have, the less they can believe what's actually in their book. And I show them. Don't you, isn't that wild? And they'll go, I believe it's the word of God and it's infallible. Then I show them like, oh, I don't believe that. <laughs> well, which one is it, right? I actually believe it, which is good news. So anyway, I'm going to try to do it in English. Like in Greek, it's not the same sentence structure, so it's a little weird. So here's what it says. Yourselves examine whether you're in the faith, yourselves test. Or not, do you not recognize that Jesus Christ is in you? If not, unapproved you are. So here's what he's saying. If Jesus Christ is not in you, then you're unapproved. Uh-oh. And it actually, if you go look at it, I'll show you the next word. It actually says, you've got a reprobate mind. If you don't do this, you've got a reprobate mind is what he's saying. How many of you guys want a reprobate mind? I don't. But here's what's really fascinating. Examine yourselves whether in your faith. Test yourselves. Do not recognize that Jesus Christ is in you. If not, unapproved you are. So let's just go to this next slide real quick. And I just put... Doesn't it sound like um, uh, fail the test? It's actually one word in Greek. And so it's this word where it says adokimos. I'm not a Greek scholar, so I, I, I probably pronounced it wrong. It's okay. <clears throat> but it's an adjective. Doesn't it say like fail the test? Does that sound like an adjective to you? It doesn't sound like an adjective to me. Unless you fail the test. Oh, I failed the test. 
That's not an adjective to me. Is it to you? Well, it's weird. I mean, my mom was a teacher, so that, that went to... Like, you cannot read it. My point is this. You cannot read it in English and get close to what it actually says. Like, they just make stuff up, if you haven't figured that out from now, like, to fit their narrative. And they scubala is what Baxter says. It's, we say a different four-letter word in farm kids. We don't, we're not as smart as Baxter, so we just say it's full of shin. You're full of shin, right? Which is actually you are. You're full of the fire of God, so, which is shin. <laughs> so, anyway, it's this. It literally says, fail to pass the test, unapproved, counterfeit. Not standing the test, not approved. It's properly for metals or coins. So if we take this into, and then if you go look at the concordance on the side, how it's used, it has to do with something about your mind. So failed the test, in other places it says, you have a depraved mind, you have a reprobate mind, you have depraved, it will not be dis- you will not be disqualified, rejected. Indeed, you failed the test, what we're looking at. It literally is reprobate or depraved, failing mind. Fail the test. Now that's a very different idea, isn't it? Then fail the test. So here's, here's where I think it really means. It says this. Know ye not that Jesus Christ is in you. All right? Test this. Like, here's the test, guys. What I'm teaching you tonight is any of you can go take it tonight and do whatever you want to hear yourself doing. And if you just accept that as real, it shows up in your life. It'll prove to you that you don't have a counterfeit in you. Now, I like what, how Francois says it here. Because he, I'm looking at the other things and I'm like, these guys are just full of shin. They're not even close to what's happening. So here's, here's how Francois does it in the mere translation. I implore you to examine faith for yourselves in order to test what it is that you really believe. This next, this next sentence is worth gold. But boy, this will get you kicked out of everything. Get kicked out of every religious club, which might be a good thing for you. So faith is so much more than veneer superstitious belief of a historic Christ. Let me say that again. Faith is so much more than the mere veneer of a superstitious believing a historic Christ. Now, what does that mean? Here's how, anybody ever do the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed growing up? And they go, now you're in the faith. I was just sharing with the, the ladies that came down from Woodland Park. And I said, this is where I always just, went, when I get the religious guys, I just go straight to the jugular because I know they don't know anything with how they're actually operating this. So I go, that's great. Crucified on the third day, dead and buried, blah, 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 Right? Whatever. I don't even know it anymore. You used to know it. You'd sit there like half asleep. Yeah, so, Father, crucified Pontius Pilate on the third day. Now you're in the faith. Oh, wow, great. And then a single mom with stage four cancer comes to you with babies and is scared to death to, to leave her kids. You know what you can do with your creed at this point? It's worthless. It really is worthless. What the scripture tells you to do is test yourself to see if Jesus Christ is in you and you will not be unapproved. You will not have a counterfeit Christ in there. They, they spend so much time being faith police, making you believe the certain things or they cast you out versus teaching people how to believe. I will spend my life teaching people how to believe and live in victory. That's what I'm, I, I go, I don't care about anything else. I want people to live large, man, where you get done with life and go, what a phenomenal life. Wouldn't that be great? And I go, look at this inheritance I've left for my kids. Don't, don't we all want that? That's really what I'm trying to teach. So it says, if you just believe in a historic Christ, it's mere veneer. It's window dressing. It's covering. There's nothing to it. Faith is about realizing Christ is in you in contradiction. So meaning this, my bank account um, just got wiped out. 
the truth is, we have everything that pertains to life and godliness is we have just as much money as God. Right? The veneer is, I can't eat this food that God's provided, and I love the taste of it, right? I love the taste of Middleton, which she said, I was like, what's he drinking? Scott's like, Middleton, very rare. Irish whiskey. Like, oh, man, after my own heart, this guy. So, anyway, the truth is, you can eat whatever you want and be free. He created it. It's for you. Some of you guys need to get this. I'm smart enough to see that, that nothing goes into my body defiles a man. It's what's in my heart that defileth the man. Now, that applies to everything, guys. Food, vaccines, everything. Just throw that in there, okay? Christians are spending so much time on this. Like, it's crazy. Like, what are you doing? We're just, you, I don't, that's politically charged. So I don't even want it, but I'm like, come on, guys. It's not that big a deal. It's either way, whether I get it or don't get it, I'm healthy as an ox. Don't you guys get this? I don't know. They're on these personal crusades for something. So, it, I, I don't know. I've heard this. It says, resist not and everything flees. Have you ever heard that? What's, what's all this resistance I see? Christians are the worst, aren't they? I'm going to do this. <laughs> like you're making yourself miserable and everybody around you miserable. Stop. So I don't want to hear it. Just go, you know what? We're living our life and everything works. Isn't that better? Anyway, I know I'm, ooh, I will get some emails on that one. But I'm, I'm serious about it, guys. Stop spending a second thinking about it. Why are you resisting this stuff? Just like go. Go live life large, man. All right. So faith is about realizing Jesus Christ is in you in contradiction. Meaning, I'm, I have everything that pertains to life and godliness, but the facts of my life contradict it right now. Here's where we get to prove them. I don't like the facts. That, now, if you love everything about your life, this doesn't apply, but there's certain parts, I think, where all of us going, you know what, we could live in a more abundant life in that area. Is that, is that fair? All right. Test him and see is what it says. Now we get to test if Jesus Christ is in there. And you won't fail the test. You'll prove that you don't have a counterfeit Christ in there. Anointing. All right? So here's what he says. Just as ore is placed into a crucible where the dross is separated from the gold in the furnace, meaning the impurities are drawn out. He goes, the fires of life, guys, are to prove Christ is in you. Like kind of what you were saying in that video where you're going, I realize that if it's, if it's starting to bubble up in me, it's ready to come out. And all that's left is silver, gold, precious stones is what scripture says. So just as ore is placed in the crucible where dross is separated from the gold in a furnace, come to the conclusion for yourselves that God is in you. He says Jesus Christ is indwelling. Should it appear that Christ is absent in your life, look again, you've done the test wrong. So the, the fire of life, guys, is to prove that Christ is in you so you, won't, you realize you don't have a counterfeit. Silver and gold is all that's left. You know, what, you know what? Whether it's finances, whether it's health, whether it's relationships, hear yourself say, this is who I am from this day forward, and prove that Christ is in you. There's not a thing you have to do after that except go, thank you, Father. I'm going to prove to me that Christ is in me. And you won't fail the test. It's not counterfeit. Does that help you? That's so good. All right. So anyway, maybe that doesn't help you, but I get excited about it. So it helps me. So I'm being selfish, teaching what I want to share. So, all right. Let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about, let's go to this next slide. Because this is where, this is where it's too good to be true, what's actually in there. So most of you have heard this. For in Christ, Colossians 2.9, all the fullness of the deity dwells in bodily form. The little thing is there, it doesn't say Christ, if you go look at it. It says auto. Now, we all know what auto means, don't you? Have any of you, have any of you ever bought a new car and go, look at my new Christmobile. Look at my new hymnmobile. No, we're not damaged. <laughs> we know what auto means, right? 
That says auto there. And if you go look it up, it says self. And I put the, if you just look auto, self, one's own, by oneself, oneself. It's the same as the Greek autos, because it'll say, I can see some pinhead already going. It says autos. Like, it's the same meaning. It's, it, it's reflexive pronoun that came from autos and shortened to auto, which is of unknown origins, a common word forming element in ancient Greek as modern English, but very few of the old words have survived the interval. In Greek, as word forming element, auto had the self of Self, one's own, of oneself, independently, natural, native, not made. Meaning the true I am. This is who I truly am in my core. It's automatic. That's what auto means. It's like automatic. It all happens by itself. Automobile means it propels by itself. It doesn't take horses is where automobile came from. Everybody with me? Or if I write a, a biography that I wrote myself, I don't go, I wrote my Christ biography. Do you? So why do they put Christ here? They can't bring themselves to say how good it is. In you, in yourself, is the fullness of the deity who lives in bodily form. And you have been made complete in Christ. They say it again. Here's what it says. You have been made complete in yourself. You're automatic. Everything you require is within you. Auto, independent, it's your, it's your nature. In you is the fullness of God. Now, how limitless is God? There's no limits. And you have been made complete in you, in yourself. It's the same word, auto. Who is, this is really interesting, the next word is I am in Greek. You've been made complete in yourself. Who is I am? And literally, if you go take the sentence structure, it says, I am the head over every ruler and authority. Come on, guys. I am. So when you, when you look in the mirror, you go, I am the head over every ruler and authority. That right there should tell you not to spend so much time in all the politics and everything else, right? Should tell you that. It's interesting because if we look at Scripture, it says it'll be the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's nothing new under the sun. Is that in your book or is that only in my counterfeit one? I think it's in yours. And you know what, you know what the Scriptures push back on the most, guys? Our political organizations and religious organizations, they go, why are you giving your authority over to things that you have authority over? And it doesn't mean like, I curse you, Jericho Biden, or whoever, <laughs> right? It's not that at all. You know what your job is to do? Thank you, Father, I have such an amazing leader. Thank you, Father, that everything works in my life. Now, some of you guys vomit on yourself with that, but I get it, because we've been taught from this high to oppose all of this stuff, right? Because why are you giving your authority to somebody else? Do you not realize that I am, your own I amness in you, regardless of what's going on, you see yourself thriving, you see your business thriving, you see everything in your life thriving, regardless. Now you have authority over every principality and power. It's not demons running around, guys. Grow up, right? It's your own, it's your own living out of your natural senses. So that's auto. And then this is the one that my, my wife jumped out of her skin. It's like one of my favorites forever. And I, I know better than to just read scripture now. I go one, instead of go, what what it says? It's, and it'll always be way better. So 1 John 5, 14. This is, now, this is how easy it is. <laughs> the more I was reading this, like, this is ridiculously easy. This is the confidence that we have before the hymn mobile, the hymn biography. No, it's auto. It's self. So here's what he's saying. This is the confidence that we have in ourself. All right? Who do you talk to most of the day? Yourself. We call it self-talk. We call it self-image, right? Self-image, you could just you could call it awareness or your I am. This is who I am, right? 
So this is the confidence that we have in ourselves. If we ask anything according to, you need to check if it's God's will. Except it doesn't say that. It says, if we ask anything according to our self-desire, if you go look at it in Greek, if we ask anything according to what we desire, we desire, self-desire. Isn't that easier? That's why I said in the, the little pretext, I said, this verse has stolen so much from people. Because they're going, I don't know if it's my will or God's will. I'm like, would you just stop and just decide what you want? And people go, I don't know if it's God's will. I go, email me back when you tell me what you want. Because it says you. It says your will. Whatever you want. And the Spirit's submissive to us. So this is the confidence we have in ourselves. If we ask anything according to how, what we desire, if you really want to take it. If we ask, and ask is not, Lord, can I have it? That's a strange thing. It's he's already given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. You cannot be lusting for something that you already own. All the commandments of the Old Testament, if you look at it, it says, don't do this because you're stealing from what you already have. Meaning, if you say, um, I'm lusting for this, how can you lust for something that you freely have? It's weird, isn't it? So it says, don't do this because you own it all. The, the, the commandments are really interesting. I'll teach on that sometime. It's like, it's not don't do this like we've been taught and then God's angry. It's like, it's almost more like it's an impossibility to do this if you really know who you are. Like, don't take the Lord's name in vain. Now, I was taught that if you said a nasty word, you get soap in your mouth by my mom, right? Anybody like, that's the Lord. Good heavens, you said a, the, took the, na- the Lord's name in vain. What is the Lord's name? For generation to generation. Name means nature to the Hebrew. So that should mean right there. So it's not like Popovich is my name. It's my nature. What is your name? Do you have a good name or a bad name? So to that was like, what's your nature? So literally, here's what it is. Here will be my nature forever and ever to every generation. I am who I am. You will be who you are. Now when you get that, it says, I cannot take the Lord's name in vain because it's an impossibility. You can say all these different things, but if your heart's saying, but this is who I really am, you can't take it in vain. It always shows up. Does that, does that make sense? And that's the, that's the only thing that people worry about this too, that where they're going about, you cannot blame, blaspheme the Holy Spirit. It's really like you cannot deny that whatever you say you are, you will, you will be. That's the only sin that's not recoverable, and it just means missing the mark. It doesn't mean that you're not going to go to heaven. It means that this is an impossibility to overcome. You can't blaspheme the Holy Spirit because wherever you are, the Spirit submissive to you is who you are. Does that help you? So you don't have to worry about the unforgivable sin or anything like that. All it's saying is you can't fake out the Spirit. (laughs) Whoever you are is who you will be. The good news is you can choose whoever you want to be. That's what's fun. So anyway, this is the confidence we have in ourselves. If we ask anything according to what we desire, our will, self-will, self-desire, it's the same as desire or will. I hear. It says he hears us. If you go look it up in Greek, it says I hear. Well, of course, if I talk to myself, who heard me? I did. Go look it up. I'm not making this stuff up, guys. You'll, you'll fall in your chair too. And if we know that I hear in whatever I ask, we know I already possess what I've asked of myself. That's literally what it says in Greek. This is the confidence. If we hear ourselves tell ourselves anything, did we hear it? Did we hear our own self-talk? Doesn't that sound like the prayer done in secret, everybody will see? Right? Jesus is going, stop being like religious people. They already have their reward, meaning they're pompous religious guys. He says, go within. Because if you hear yourself say it, there is nothing on this planet that can stop it from coming because it is God himself doing it, your own I amness. Is that wild or is that wild? So when, when my, the other night in, in the, the online fellowships, when I, I was just sharing this with people, I said, you know what it says here? Because we've always heard, this is the confidence that we have in him, and we've always just thought, oh, that must be God. This is the confidence we have in him. So it couldn't be us. Couldn't, 
couldn't possibly be us. Well, if he's given us everything and he's given us his royal rule and reign, it has to be us because I've given you the royal rule and reign. So you have to do it. Does that help you? But it's so exciting when you get it because I said, you know what it says before him? And in these words, Christ, in the fullness of Christ is, is God in a bodily form. And she was kind of listening like she always does. And then I said, it means yourself. She goes, it does. She sat up in her chair. She's like, oh my God, it says that? I go, I swear. <laughs> I swear. Now, here's what's really cool about this. This is the confidence. If we hear ourselves tell ourselves anything, it is truly God hearing it. Because where is God in the Old Testament shadows? Where did the priest meet God? Between the two cherubims in the holiest of holies, right? And I've shared this with you a million times, but one of you are going to get it. And it says, you are the temple. And you are the in, where the dwelling of the Jesus Christ, the indwelling of the Spirit lives. So the holiest of holy place where there's two cherubs is in your mind. And that's why it says reprobate. Hey, test me and see, because what you do between these two cherubs, it'll prove to you you don't have a counterfeit God. Whatever you do in there will come to pass. Now, doesn't that give you faith that, you mean it's this easy? I can choose to hear anything. I can hear myself talk. This is the confidence I have in myself. And if I hear myself, I know I have whatever I've just told myself. How hard is that? That's actually really easy. I just I wrote some notes and then we'll stop. So I wanted, I wanted to, I was just writing some notes on this sometimes, kind of like when you're just jamming. It's like, oh my God, this is so good to me. So I just wrote this. I said, every dream is possible because all things are possible to God. Even if it seems it's impossible based on your life, where test this and see in contradiction, right? When, when the exact opposite is happening in your life, when you've, when you've done something or said something or visualized something, like it could be this. This happens a lot, and it's actually really good when you think about it. You pray for your business or you pray for your job, and the next day you get fired. You should be stinking excited. I'm serious. Because in contradiction, I, I look back now and I go, God, that ha it was uncomfortable at the time, but it, it's exciting for me now the more I understand it. But it's like I had to be forced kicking and screaming out of my safety zones sometimes, what was comfortable for me, right? And I was like, God, that is the best thing that ever happened. Well, right, because he had to. He's like, I got to get you out of there because that's like a counterfeit thing. This looks like abundance to you, but there's way more over here. So I'm going to drag you out of this. And even if you get fired tomorrow, this is the contradiction, right? COVID hits. I can't tell you, people that listen, how many people their income went up not working. That's a contradiction, isn't it? Isn't that wild? What would you rather have? Your income go down or go up? If not, I'll take it, whatever you add it. Like, I'll give it to me. I'll find something to do with it. <laughs> so we have no problem. So we have no problem being Western capitalists. It's beautiful. So I enjoy it. Think about that, guys. This, it's meant to test in a contradiction. When it, everything's falling apart, test it and see, and you realize you don't have a counterfeit God. Jesus Christ, the creator of the whole world, the most creative being in the world that calls things that are not as if they are, and then what, they, what he just called that wasn't now becomes, or the unseen becomes seen. Isn't that The whole Bible is about you trying to live out of the spirit versus out of the flesh. Kill that flesh, man, right? And live out of the spirit. So even when it seems impossible based on the facts of life, when you realize 
that what you do in these cherubim are most often called your imagination. Most of us, our our mind wanders when we start to imagine things, right? We go down that road in our imagination. And you can tell if you're imagining good or bad based on your emotions. Like, I catch myself now, I'm like, whoa, I just ended up where I, I took the wrong exit off the interstate. Like, why am I feeling over this? And then I tell myself, like, what have you been thinking about the last two minutes? I'm like, God, right. Or you, get, you become the person who's like, wait a minute, I can test God and see. I can go, you know what? I hear the exact opposite right now within myself. Hey, sweetie, I, I like to talk to my wife or you guys, whoever in my imagination, and just go, hey, hon, this is so great. This is exactly what happened. Just like Karen, all I needed to do was hear, I needed you to hear me tell it. She really needed to hear herself. This is the confidence we have in ourselves. That if I'm telling somebody who I know is not going to beat her up, like, oh, man, Taryn, that's horrible. Did you call the blah, 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 right? And you go down the road where you don't want, right? No, I haven't. Thanks for reminding me. And now you got the whole mess. You got the, the woman's quilt club, and right? And they're just gods. <laughs> Men do it too. They just do it differently. They just, just with scotch and a cigar or something. But you guys quilt or whatever. I don't know what you do. Like growing up, they like the quilting lady. Like, it was that movie, like, Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more, right? Like, it was all the religious, I'm like, yeah, that's how most of us grew up. Even though we don't like to say it, but that's how we grew up. So anyway, God himself, the most creative being in the world, the power of God that created the whole world is within these two cherubim. It is your imagination. It is Christ, Jesus Christ within you, the anointing of God. Christ, the power and wisdom of God is what scripture says. Do you believe the power and wisdom of God's in you? Christ in you right? And there it actually says Christos. Interesting, right? Because there is a word for Christ. The power and wisdom of God. Do you really believe in Jesus Christ? A lot of people are like, oh, I believe in Jesus Christ. I would bet you don't. Not what it means. You, you believe in the counterfeit of what, oh, if you say these creeds and you do these things, now you're in the faith. You, I did it at 13. That is not believing in Jesus Christ. Because that's saying when a contradiction comes, I know I have the power and wisdom within me to test this thing and to prove I don't have a counterfeit. Does that, does that make sense? So the power and wisdom of God, do you really believe in Jesus Christ? It is the wisdom of the power of God within you. The real God, the real Jesus Christ is the spirit within you. And what you do between those two cherubs, the holiest of holies, is where God meets man face to face. You can take any dream, any desire, create a conversation within yourself. Hear yourself say you have exactly what you want, or hear somebody else tell you, like Karen, like, or this is all your brother did. He had a conversation with his mind going, you know what? I look at that guy. He can eat anything he wants and doesn't gain a pound. This is the same spirit in that guy as it is with me. From this day forward, I can eat whatever I want and actually lose weight because that is a choice. That's exactly who he became from that day. It's cool, isn't it? I think it's really cool. Isn't that cool? Or you can watch TV and get the latest powder in your thyroid and all this. Whatever, guys. It's counterfeit to me. Power of God right here. I'm not saying those things aren't. They're, they're good. They can do it. But it's, it's still like, what if you're in a situation where you can't do this? Like you're laying there. Can somebody take my hand and start tapping, right? Nothing wrong with all that. People get relief. I'm like, it's counterfeit, guys. That, that happens in the sea. Anything that you can see physically is not the real. The real happens between these two cherubs where nobody can see. That is God himself. Isn't that cool? Does that help you? All right, now here's how simple it is. We can go to this last slide if you want to take it, but I just like to do, I kind of summarized all this stuff. So let's finish on this. 
what is a dream you'd like to experience? What is the life you'd like to experience? What is the relationship you'd like to experience? What is the health you'd like to experience? It's unlimited, guys. There's no limit to Jesus Christ within you. And I'll, I'll just give you some examples. Here's how simple it is. Um, I'll use Neil. You know, where they went from when they first started listening, like, God, I don't know where my next meal is going to come from. That is a choice. That is, that is a, a, a lot of people, I grew up in that environment. And it wasn't my mom's fault. It's just that's, that was, nobody ever taught her this. Nobody ever taught her. It's like, yeah, you know what? In the natural, you're a single mom with seven kids, and, and it it's, looks like it's not working. That's the contradiction, right? But she could have gone within and go, you know what? From this day forward, she could hear herself, if she wanted to, she could hear herself telling me or any of the other kids, my sister Denise, whoever, it doesn't really matter, and just go, hey, kids, isn't it great? Isn't God wonderful? Like, everything is just happening effortlessly. We've got more money than we know what to do with. In fact, we can give it away. And if she would just accept that as true, here's the confidence that I have in myself. If I've just heard myself, I know I have what I've just heard myself say. That's exactly what that verse says. Now, why is that real? Because where is God? He's here. Between these two cherubs, the holiest of holies. And if you can use your imagination to hear yourself say whatever you want to hear, you know what you've heard of yourself. Exactly what that verse says. So, what we do in the prayer team is this. So people tell us that, like, I love what you said tonight. Because, like, we experience it versus, even though, guys, when you send in a prayer request, don't tell me the diagnosis. Don't tell me um, the wrong stuff. Have you ever heard this verse? It says, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the spirit. Whatever you tell me should be full of joy. Otherwise, you're not in the kingdom. Follow me? And I, I, I think I can share this. I, I answered uh, some friends today, and I said, please hear me. So he said, you know what? And he, I think he really did. He like, took it to heart. Um, so I'm not trying to be, but it's like this. It's like, I just need somebody to reach out to when I'm feeling depressed. If you only call people when you're depressed, you know what they're going to do? Not answer their phone eventually. Isn't that true? Like, see, and I think that that's where, like, uh, when you first started really grabbing onto this, what did I tell you? I said, don't let people beep you up. Because they will, do, they, if, if, you, if you become a doormat for everybody's junk, it's hard. I just don't do it. I just go, delete, stop. I just stop you. I'm like, God, that was mean. Like, no, he's vomiting all over himself. This is the confidence that he has in him. If he hears himself say that, that's what he has. I'm trying to go, stop, stop, don't say that. You know, right? And I'm not weird, weird of faith. Like, don't say that. I just know, stop, stop, right? And just go, you want to be the guy that every time they get around you, they feel incredible because the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy where you come and, and true faith is, I believe I have everything and I get together in fellowships, and serve, not to commiserate, not, not, in, not in whining, like, can you please pray for me? None of that. It's like, let me tell you what's going on in my life. Here's who I am. Even if it's not happening in the physical, even if it's contradictory, you be that guy. And the mood, the, the oneness, the, the attitude you carry of that gratitude of he's given you everything and everything's going well in your life, it'll become almost effortlessly. He's like, why didn't I do this sooner? I don't know. Trying to tell you to do it now. Does that help you guys? It really is that simple. So you can have any conversation within yourself. So Because that is God. And I think most people, I'm trying to get you out of trying to do it right or did I do it right? Here's how simple it is. 
You can choose to hear yourself or anybody else tell you exactly what you want. And if you hear yourself, your self-talk tell you that, you can be confident that you have what you just heard. Why? Because God in you is bringing it to pass. He goes, oh, that's what you want starting today? Wow, fantastic. I'll bring it to pass. And leave it alone. There's nothing else for you to do. Just go, this is who I am. Thank you, Father. And you hear yourself tell it. Is that how simple we do our prayer requests? So they give it, blah, 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 blah. They still, even though I'm like, come on, guys. Like, tell me what you have. Believe you have received it, then you will. You, you become I am, and then it becomes. Right? So when you're prayer requesting, it's not, you're, if, you're com- if you're still coming from the place where, please pray for this, you're, you're coming from lack, and you, it's an impossibility. You cannot be in lack when you have everything that pertains to life and godliness. You cannot. You can't. The true reality, like Luke says, the truth is you're not. But you're accepting lack. Does that help you? And so when you try to get as simple as I'm trying to make it here, it's like, you mean, James and Ronald, you can go to bed tonight and do some stuff up here. Anybody, right? Just, like, this is my favorite time with Barb and I. We lay in bed and do stupid things. Like, Mentally just going, people are going to take that way wrong right now. So, um, but that's okay too. At least they're fun. So, uh, <laughs> that's not what I meant. Like we test ourselves, meaning like, let's try this. And we prove ourselves. We're like, oh, it's ridiculous the stuff you can do. That's what I told you. Like I was in a kind of a sales intensive thing. And they're like, you got to show this many, call this many, get your pipeline, all this stuff. We're like, that sounds like work to me. Does that sound like work to anybody else? That sounds like a weird way. This is how I tried to explain it. I I promise I'm done. If Bill Gates came to you and said, you know what? Here's a billion dollar trust fund. Okay. I got to fill up my pipeline, honey. That is a weird way to inherit, isn't it? But a lot of you do it. I'm trying to get you this. So Barbara and I would like test this and see. See if we got Jesus Christ within me. And so we would just do this. Because I used to have this saying like, if you share this with, with 10 people, then two will say yes. Like, you know what? We want three to say yes. And we want to share it with nobody. So we would lay in bed and we go, we shared this. We didn't fill our pipeline once. Because you know what? I wanted to be home with my wife and watch the game tonight. So, Father, I thank you that we didn't show one pipe. We got no pipeline. But we involved three. And that's exactly what happened, guys. Isn't that a better way to live? I'm telling you, it's very real. Just like I can eat whatever I want and lose 80 pounds. It's just as real as I have this much abundance. I heard myself tell my wife that. I heard myself tell my friend that. And this is the confidence. If I just heard myself tell that, God heard it. And nothing can stop God and it'll come up in your life. That's how simple it is. So, hopefully that helps you guys. Within you is the fullness of God in a body. Let that sink in, man. Could God eat whatever he wanted? Could God do whatever he wanted? Then so can you. Hopefully that helps.